All right, hey, welcome to the Fellowship Asheville uh, ConvoCast, where we hope to inspire you with stories of what God is doing in and through the people of Fellowship Asheville. In this first season, as we're calling it, uh, we are highlighting our elders and getting to know them, uh, and hearing a little bit more about their story. And today we have Matt King. So Matt, say hello to everybody. There you hey, go. everybody. Um, uh, Matt, why don't you start off and, and describe a little bit about who you are to those who are watching and or listening. Well, uh, uh, I'm married to uh, Carol, Carol King, who works in the uh, children's ministry. She, she's actually had a few different roles uh, on staff, uh, but right now she works in the children's ministry. Um, I often tell people I'm probably better known as Carol's husband than uh, uh, than Matt King, but, uh, which is, which is not a bad, bad thing. No, uh, 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 not bad at all. So, um, we have four kids. Uh, the oldest is 30, uh, Justine. She lives in Hendersonville and has two daughters, her and her husband, Matt. Um, the next is, uh, my son, Jared, who, uh, who also is married and has a daughter. Um, and he, uh, he's in the military. Um, and then, um, we have Arlen, who is 24 and uh, is looking to, she's going to be getting married soon. Uh, we're thinking about February time frame and moving to England. So that's exciting. And then uh, Shane, who will be 20 in December and uh, is going to uh, school at WCU. Great. Um, so, and then uh, as far as what I do, I work at uh, automotive supplier in the area. I'm our testing supervisor there. Um, so I have, uh, I work with about 14 people uh, on, on my team, so. Great, and if you can't tell by Matt's office, he is an engineer by mind, as you can tell by the immaculate office. And I will draw your attention, everybody, to the magnets on the board. Uh, not only are they color-coded, they're also in line by largest to smallest magnet, which makes perfect sense. Perfect yeah. Sense. And, yeah, yeah, and and. I told Fred earlier that I'm not OCD because if I was, I'd go up and fix them right uh -huh. now. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. If you were to fix them, how would you fix them? Um, I would probably arrange. No, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> yeah, I almost had you. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> I almost... <laughs> oh, that's fun. Well, Matt, what's something uh, about you that most people don't know? Uh. What most people don't know about me is, uh, actually I'll share two things with you. What most okay. people don't know about me is uh, before I got my engineering degree, I used to work in motorsports. Um, I spent uh, quite a few years working for uh, Penske Racing in, the, uh, in IndyCar racing. Um, and I was on the pit crew that won the Indianapolis 500 uh, in 1991 and 1993. So. Wow. What was that like to be on the pit crew when y'all won? That it's exciting. It's uh, it's if you've never been to Indianapolis, uh, the Indianapolis 500. Mm -hmm. It's the largest sporting single day sporting event in the world, and uh, to be there uh, and experience that is it's quite an amazing, uh, amazing thing. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay, what was the second thing? Uh, I also, uh, I haven't flown in years, but I do have my private pilot's license. So a lot of people don't know that. I don't think I knew that. Did I know yeah. that? I don't know that I knew that. What would it take? So like you could hop on a plane and fly it right now? Well, I, I haven't flown. 
I haven't flown in quite your your license never expires, but you're supposed to get a check ride every two years. Okay. Um, so you go up with an instructor and they check your proficiency and they you know they'll sign off as whether you're uh, airworthy or not. Okay. Um, but I haven't I haven't done that. I'd have I'd have to go get a check ride right now if I want to fly. But okay, uh, okay, okay. To, well, that's yeah. cool. I didn't I didn't know that. Well, yeah. tell 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 our folks how did you come to know Jesus then? Well, I was I was born and raised in a Christian home, uh, so you know we went to church every Sunday. Um, I came to know the Lord at a very early age. Uh, I was I don't remember. I was five or six because I remember where we lived. Uh, we lived in uh, uh, it was called Jenison, Michigan, uh, right outside of Grand Rapids. Um, but I came to know the Lord at a very early age, um, and uh, you know I've been a believer, you know, obviously ever since. Um, mm-hmm. I, my walk with the Lord hasn't always been what, uh, obviously what he would desire. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, thankfully he's, uh, he's very gracious. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you mind if we, if we dive into that just a little bit, like what were kind of your high, high points and low points? Um, I think high points, uh, you know, in my walk with the Lord, uh, you know, obviously getting saved is a, is a big step, but, you know, later in life, uh, you know, probably through my twenties, you know, especially when I was involved in racing, um, that type of environment, it's really easy to, uh, uh, enjoy, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, that type of lifestyle, it's, you, you work hard and, you know, kind of party hard and not, not, you know, not getting out of control, but it was, you know, we, we had a good time, um, yeah. you know, and but I'm uh, sure that's kind of your life. Like the people you work with all day, the people you're with at night too. Right. And y'all, cause y'all, y'all kind of travel around together. Yeah. And I, I yeah. actually, the way I, you know, I kind of jokingly uh, describe it, but also it's, it is kind of a fair description. It, it's like a traveling circus. Uh, mm. You really, you, you go from town to town um, and you're traveling all the time. So you're traveling with the same guys um, and you're going from town to town. Usually uh, when you go to a race, you don't always have uh, the time off that you have, you know, it's, it's not time where you can go and go see the sites. It's usually, you know, an afternoon or something. And, you know, most of the time that would end up in the, you know, at the bar at the hotel and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just hanging out. And, uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the best environment. Yeah. Um, and I was involved in racing at a time where it was just coming out of the seventies where it was, it was really, a uh, you know, a laid back partying type of atmosphere into yeah. the eighties. And, uh, you know, it's, it's changed a lot. It's, it's very, uh, uh, much more professional, much more business oriented now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it, it was, it was, it was different then. So, yeah. But, yeah. 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 Um, well, and, and then, and then, so that was kind of a low point, high points. What, what kind of brought you out of that? Uh, high points, I think were, uh, you know, uh, when I lived in Michigan, um, you know, I got involved at a church there. Um, the pastor there, you know, kind of became a mentor to me um, and uh, really encouraged me. I think probably the first high point was leading a small group. That was uh, really important to me. Um, 
that that was definitely a high point. And then, you know, seeing the Lord bring us down here from, uh, you know, down down to Asheville from Michigan, you know, seeing his hand in doing that and then bringing us to Fellowship Asheville um, and being involved in the leadership at Fellowship yeah. at, uh, Asheville, both Carol and myself. Well, I'm sure thankful that he did. Sure. Yeah, yeah we are um, too. Yeah, yeah. So listeners, Matt, so as soon as I became lead pastor, the very first thing I did is establish a leadership team. Uh, because I believe in, in team ministry and I believe in, in, you know, pastors can't do this alone. And so Matt and Carol were part of that first leadership team yep. in 2012 when we did that. Yep. And, and, and so Matt has been part of the leadership of the church from really the very beginning of lay leadership in, in, in our church. Because then we transitioned that leadership team. Uh, some of the men transitioned into elders of the church mm -hmm. uh, from that team. And so Matt has been part of that for eight years now. You have been part of the leadership team as long as I've been part of the leadership team. Uh, yeah, it's which is, uh, which is a long time. It's um, it's amazing to think back though, because it it just doesn't seem that long ago. But it uh, doesn't, does it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think about everything that this church has been through, the, the, the growth, the, the conflict, and, and everything that this church has been through. And um, there's been some great times. There have been some really hard times. Yeah. You've been there through it all. Um, yeah. And so, you know, let me say this publicly. I very, I've, I'm very appreciative of, of your, your service. So in all of that, let me ask you this. What have you enjoyed uh, about the eight years of leadership? What, what's been hard um, and what have you learned about yourself? Um, I think uh, for me, the thing that I enjoy, I enjoy serving uh, our church body. Um, uh, you know, I think that's really important and it's something that I enjoy doing. Um, a lot of times, you know, when you when you serve, you know, you tend to think of, uh, you know, that you're going to be uh, blessing someone else. Um, but a lot of times you find out when you serve, you, the Lord is actually blessing you. Uh, so that's that's uh, that really lifts me up. And I also I also enjoy seeing other people being able to serve in their gifting um, and, uh, you know, seeing the joy that they receive in doing that. So that. Those, those are two things that really encourage me and I really enjoy. I enjoy seeing that. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. What's, what's been hard? Um, I think, you know, for us, you know, on the leadership team over the last few years, we've, we've had to deal with conflict, um, which is, I don't think it's easy in any case, even if you feel like you're well, well versed in dealing with conflict, you know, it's something that we try to avoid. Um, I think the challenge is, you know, trying to do that in a, a sensitive and godly manner is, 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 is a challenge. Um, and, and just, just because we're human beings and we're people and we all have our flaws, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very important to stay close to the Lord and grounded, um, and not be afraid. I think for me, the biggest thing is I, I, I tend to want to stay away from conflict uh, because it's easier to do that. But uh, a lot of times you have to be able, to, you have to not be afraid and step into it and be able to say the things that, that need to be said. Uh, uh, whether it's a person or a group or, or whatever, you need to be able to say those things that are important that need to be heard. 
Yeah. Uh, because that's what the Lord may be leading you. You know, that's what the Lord may desire in that situation is that those people hear uh, and, and also be willing to receive that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's really important. Being able to be uh, humble enough to be able to, uh, to receive that kind of feedback as well. Um, because yeah. I don't think uh, as elders, any of us, I don't think any of us, uh, you know, we, we want, we always want to, we always want to be humble, uh, before our body and before the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think you're a man that, that very much embodies humility in many ways and, Thank and you. seeing you leave because Matt was also chairman of the elders for two years, three years. Uh, I can't yeah, remember. I, it, it was a while. It was, it was a while. while. Yeah. Yeah. It was a while. And, I think it was three uh, years. Yeah, yeah. 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 And your humility in that, um, uh, was fantastic. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. So going through all of that, what did, what have you learned about yourself? I think I alluded a little bit to it, you know, especially like with dealing with conflict. One thing that I learned is that, uh, you know, to not be afraid to, uh, step into conflict As, you know, I, I think the Lord calls us to step into conflict and be peacemakers. Um, but also to, um, you know, be truthful and honest, uh, you know, not, not to the point of being brutally honest, right. but in right. a loving and caring way. Um, and I, th I think that's one thing that I've, I've learned. Um, the other thing is just seeing what, uh, the Lord has done in our church. Um, uh, you know, where, where we started and where we are now is, I don't think any of us thought we would ever, you know, be in the building that we're at and be doing the things that we're doing. So seeing the Lord's uh, handiwork in that is, uh, it's, that's always encouraging and a blessing. And um, it, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just great to see. So that, yeah. that really encourages me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt, one of the things uh, God used you to do too uh, was we had this car care ministry. Yes. Um, that that was your uh, idea, your your calling, your passion for a little while. COVID kind of changed a lot of that, uh, as, yep. as 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 it has for a lot of things. But um, uh, a couple of things. One, I would love to hear kind of your story of how God led you to do that. Yeah. You know, what you you know come maybe those same questions what did you what did you enjoy what did you learn about yourself but two i also would love for you to give some elderly advice if you will uh to those people listening as god is stirring something in them um how do they kind of move through that process of, of moving from an idea to to something okay. tangible and an action sure uh well you know kind of what led me led me to you know uh want to start or be involved in the car care ministry was, uh, you know, I've been around cars all my life, um, you know, working on them and doing different things. So, you know, I, uh, you know, I started asking myself, you know, a question, how can I serve the Lord and, you know, what are my gifts and my abilities? And so that's kind of what left led to the car care ministry is, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't even know that I perceived that there was, you know, I, I wasn't aware of uh, an immediate need, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, thought there was probably a need to be able to help people in the church and, uh, you know, in the community with providing that kind of service. Um, so, you know, it was really just looking at, 
you know, hey, I have these abilities. I can do these things. I, I do them myself at home to save money, you know, doing my own vehicle repair and things like that. So, you know, I can use those abilities and that gifting to uh, be able to help others, you know, in our church, and in our community. Um, um, so, you know, that's that's what led me to that. Um, what have, you know, obviously I, my, you know, I find joy in helping people do that, um, yeah. you know, in providing that. Uh, service to to people in our church and in our community um, you know for me the the thing that's been difficult is it's uh, it does take some time it is a time commitment um, but I think that's you know I, I think everybody faces that um, that crunch uh, in some point or another uh, so you know it's it's really uh, you know as far as the time commitment it's just you know, making sure to set aside the time, uh, to be able to do it. And, uh, I, I hope that we can, uh, start it up here, uh, fairly soon, um, um, to be able to, uh, to support the church and the community. Yeah. yeah that'd be great. Cause I know we've got some, we've got some families now, um, connected to the church that we didn't have before that yeah. that need, um, uh, could be even more. Yeah. 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 The, the other part of that ministry that, uh, you know, that uh, people don't directly think about was we were bringing in a lot of our high school uh, students mm -hmm. that were learning to drive or had, you know, just, just got their license to be able to uh, help them learn how to take care of their own car someday, you know, yeah. be able to change the tires, uh, you know, change the oil, things like that. Um, so, and whether they, you know, you know, whether they, use those skills or not, at least they have the knowledge to be able yeah. to, you know, if they have to take their car in, they, you know, to get repaired, they at least know a little bit about uh, an automobile. So that, that was, that was another part of the, uh, the ministry that was, uh, that I thought was kind of neat. I enjoyed, uh, you know, teaching some of the younger yeah. people. So. Well, I mean, Seth benefited from that. My oldest son, yeah. those of you listening, um, that, I mean, he feels very confident changing the oil. I don't feel yeah. confident changing the oil. <laughs> He feels very confident changing his own oil, which is great. Well, what advice would you have for someone who might be feeling God stirring something in their heart? And how do they move that from what you did from an idea to an action? Well, the first thing I would say is if you feel the Lord moving in your heart is to, you know, do not ignore that, you know, act upon it. Um, mm -hmm. But seek his guidance. But, but. If you feel the Lord, you know, moving in your heart, don't don't put it off to the side. Act upon it. Um, I think that's really important. Um, um, I think most of the time the Lord know, you know. Well, I shouldn't say most of the time. The Lord always knows our gifts and abilities. Yeah. Sometimes we don't know our gifts and abilities. Mm. Um, but you know, I think the Lord always, you know, he he uses those gifts and abilities that we have. So if for someone that maybe isn't sure, you know, they, uh, you know, look at the skills, the abilities that you have and how can you use those to help other people? Um, you know, that, that to me, that's what it really boils down to is, you know, as in a ministry or in a, uh, a service type ministry is just, you know, looking at how can I use the skills that I have to help someone else? And it, it can be working on cars, you know, it can be cooking a dinner. It can be, you know, it, there's, there's really no end uh, to those possibilities. And uh, the other thing I would say is there, there are very few people that we 
we know uh, or that we engage with on a daily basis that don't have something to offer uh, to those around them. So, uh, and you know, the other thing too is if you ever get stuck or not sure, ask an elder, ask a leader, um, ask your pastor, ask, you know, ask somebody that's a mentor to you, um, you know, hey, what, what can I do or is this a good idea? Um, that's, that's a really important way that actually, you know, service and ministries can evolve and grow into something that you, you, you might just be, you know, the spark yeah. um, and it might grow into something bigger. That's great. That's great. Okay. One last question for you. Sure. Um, describe fellowship in one word, fellowship Asheville in one word. Uh, oh, that's tough. Um, I would say family. Uh, you know, it's, uh, fellowship is my home and my family. I love that. Cause it's everything that family is. It's, it's yep. fun. It's, yep. it's, it's fighting. It's everything that family is. All Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Lots of love. You know, it, it's, 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 it's interesting. My family background, my mom is like one of 13 kids. So there's, wow. so we've got this huge family. Whenever I go back to Texas and when I lived in Texas, like I remember being at yep. Walmart and telling my wife, I'm like, okay, there's a cousin at the end of this aisle whose name I don't know. So we need to go over here. Cause it was like a second cousin and I recognize them from family reunions, but I, was yep. like, I couldn't remember their name. So, so, yep. you know, it, but, and with that, with such a large family, it is like a church. Like you've got, you've got so much love there. Yeah. And then you've got all the other stuff that family is too, but it's all under the umbrella of family and it's all yeah. on the long run. It's all really, really good. And I, I think we care for each other. Like, like you would in your, in your, uh, you know, nuclear, you know, family, uh, yeah. you know, I think there's that care, uh, for one another that, that I, that we see there. And, uh, you know, that, that means a lot to me as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Me too. Well, Matt, thank you for doing this. Uh, you will probably be the first convo cast that gets aired. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Assuming that all this works, you'll be the first one, uh, that, that gets aired. So, so thanks for doing this. Awesome. I appreciate well, your pleasure. time. If people want to, connect with you like if they want to you know if they if, if you said something kind of sparked their interest um how would be a way for them to connect with you uh well that's that's easy uh you know all the elders are on the church website so there's contact information there Great. um you know i'm at church yep. yeah i'm at church every, almost every sunday and now that we're opening back up you know uh, you know i was there last sunday so yeah um I'd be glad to talk with anybody anytime, you know, uh, just, just look me up, but, Great. uh, yeah, email, you know, the, the contact information is on the church website. So just shoot me an email, uh, and I'd be glad to meet with, uh, with you and, and really any of the elders, uh, would be glad to meet with you, uh, for, for any kind of questions or that you might have. Great. Well, thanks, Matt. I appreciate you. I love Thank you. you. Like a brother. Cause you are one for me. Love so, you, brother. Love you, you, brother. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye y'all. Thanks for joining. Bye. -bye.